0: what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of queer bait podcast where two queer chicks give it to you oh fuck (laughs)
1: it's been too long just keep going what do i say we're two queer chicks talk queer shit
0: okay is it yeah okay go for it it. what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of queer bait podcast where two queer chicks talk queer shit (laughs) i'm Ainsley, and with me as always my partner in crime, Maureen. Hello. Okay. So, the first thing I want to do is talk about The Bachelor. The non-American Bachelor. The non-American Bachelor. <laughs> which, like, BuzzFeed got me on. Because I was going to read this article, and, you know, the headline is, like, Bachelor Couple, Two Women Leave Together. I think that was, like, the headline. Yes. And then I clicked on it, and I'm like, it's not even American! <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. A lot of feelings. Oh, it's not American. So, easily. Now doesn't it bother. doesn't
0: count. Now it <laughs> No, but okay, do you want to tell the story?
1: I don't really know the story. Okay. So, like I know women were on The Bachelor. Vietnam. In, what was that? Bachelor Vietnam. Vietnam, Bachelor Vietnam. Did not get picked mm. or
0: did get You picked? suck at this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's um, you know, obviously we kind of know how The Bachelor works. So this dude gives a bunch of roses to women for the ones that want to s- that he wants to stay for next week. Blech. So he gives one rose to one of the girls.
1: Uh-huh.
0: No, no, no. We're going to call him contestant who got rose and contestant that didn't get rose. <laughs> so um, The Bachelor gave one rose to one, one contestant, and other contestants, obviously. But the ones we're talking about. Uh-huh. One, one got a rose, and then um, the other one, I believe, didn't get a rose. uh mm-hmm. And then the one that didn't get a rose asked the one that did get a rose to leave with her romantically
1: were there like was there a precursor to this like did we see scenes of them in love yeah i'm
0: totally watching the bachelor vietnam (laughs) i have no idea i doubt it Uh uh-huh um because this is what i found kind of interesting is um gay marriage is actually legal in vietnam
1: yeah i knew that
0: i would not have guessed yeah that i know we think we're so progressive here in america we really do but we are one of the later yeah no definitely like much later I like know. scarily later like 10 years later than vietnam mm-hmm. like how crazy is that like i would have never expected and that's just my american white view, right we're like of the, the world side. i'm like we're western we're better <laughs> like just these really dumb ideas and like You know, it's ingrained (laughs) in us, but, like, I should have known better. Yeah. Like, I should have known better. Yeah, you should have. So, I was surprised (laughs) to find that um, gay marriage is legal in Vietnam, but what I found interesting is that um, I gotta give a little bit credit to America. I don't like doing that, because I'm... Right? Um, But Vietnam um, has very bad rights for queer people. They don't have Mm -hmm. strong um equality rights and whatnot america doesn't well i know either can't get a damn cake these days (laughs) (laughs) okay it wasn't that funny it was pretty funny um but yeah so um that's what i kind of found out so what's great is the woman who received the rose Uh uh-huh gives the rose back and leaves with the other woman and like i i watched the clip and it's like the bachelor guy and the host uh-huh. And they're both like, "No, don't do it. Like just stay here and fall in love with this man who's probably not going to choose you." Let's be honest. Right. You have like one in is it 22? Is I it 30? No Whatever. The likelihood of him choosing. Okay. Um, and she does, she gives them the rose and they leave together. And that's the only clip I saw, because, being honest, I don't really want to watch uh-huh. the Vietnam Bachelor. Well,
1: and like, what if she had given back the rose, or she had kept the rose, and then, like, and gave yeah, it she- to the other girl? <laughs> <laughs> what if he hadn't chosen her in the end? Like, next week, he's like, mmm, no, I don't like the shit you pulled on me the week before. Yeah. And she'd uh, be like, my lover!
0: <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting, because... American Bachelor and Bachelorette and Bachelor -er and Paradise and all these have never had that. I know. Which is so... Disappointing. What is the vetting process to get these women on the show? Because I'm like, in America the percentage of of queer women is is relatively high
1: Uh at
0: this point. Especially that generation, the under 30 generation. You're
1: bound to end up with some
0: of those damn queers in the pool. And I'm like, what type of vetting, like, shock therapy, like, lie detector (laughs) test do these women have to take to get on this show and only be straight? Like, it's so... Oh my god, right? And I don't know that. Like, they might just be, like, really just all about finding their their man but still be some form of queer like i'm not taking that away but it's never mentioned well, as far as i know
1: i do just about anything for the money if i get paid as a contestant
0: yeah but no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i thought it, i thought it was interesting that you know the bachelor and all of its um um but you know all the shows that that followed up like piggybacked off of the bachelor like how has there not been some gay ones
1: yeah and we watched a lot of shows and oh god
0: i watched so much television well like
1: in reality television we've been jamming on yeah
0: the only reality show that i can remember that had queer characters as the basis is shot of love with, uh... Tila Tequila! Yeah, but she wasn't the only one. Have
1: you seen how far down she's gone?
0: Okay, we don't Anyways, need to get into that. Note. But, um, yeah, I can't really think of another...
1: I don't know, yeah, like dating shows, yeah. Dating shows think... that have
0: ever had, like,
1: queer people. Yeah, I don't think so.
0: I think there's a big market for it. Like, Tila Tequila was pretty big... A Shot of Love was oh pretty my God, big. Oh super popular. She, she had, like, two seasons, and then they got... Then they did Double Shot of Love with twins whose names i cannot remember because you know i was so young but yeah it's surprising to me that there's a giant hole in that market so here's my proposal to you (laughs) okay i want to create a queer dating show
1: yes absolutely
0: right for me For every queer person. Well,
1: I mean, like, do I get to be the
0: bachelorette and choose from a bunch of women? Sure, I don't care. (laughs) I don't like the bachelor idea that, like, oh, I hate it. Like you're so great that I don't know how many women. Thirty women
1: want to be with you, and they're willing to fight each other for it. Yeah, I I think it just perpetuates.
0: Like, granted, there's the bachelorette where men do the same thing. So I'm not saying it's like a man versus woman thing. I'm just saying I just don't like that idea.
1: Oh, I hate it.
0: Um. I don't like reality shows in, in general. I think they're pretty bad. But oh, I love reality <laughs> shows. But I
1: still hate that idea. I
0: think the loved ones, love in quotes, of course, um, are the worst.
1: I'm telling you, I think are you the one, but with all women or all men? I think that would be insanely okay but
0: here's what i would do i would do it all bisexual men and women so that it's double hard to find your match because like in are you the one it's like okay there's 10 or 11 boys there's Uh 10 or 11 girls and you know what girl is gonna be with the guy yeah but if you're like shit there's 10 men 10 women (laughs) and they like all 20 of them like oh my god the odds of them finding their match. oh my my god i'm so sadistic i'm like let's make you finding love harder right? <laughs> i'm like screw you guys i want to make this harder Oh my on gosh
1: you would need more boom boom rooms
0: <laughs> yeah those damn bisexuals <laughs> and their <laughs> fluid <It's> sexuality <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny yeah i love that so like i want to create a show. I don't think I want it esque. I don't think I want it, like, are you the one Ask Like, I want to come up with my own. Like, I want to do, like, okay. um, the newlywed game where, like, you just ask questions and the other person has to, like, guess, like, what's your favorite color like what would maureen say is her favorite color and i'd be like green did i get it right and you're like plant green bitch you wrong <laughs> a whole show <laughs> made out of the cake. well like i figured it has to be something that like you can we can talk since it's a podcast goose so well it has to be
1: Oh, okay. It has to be
0: verbal. okay? oh,
1: like a podcast show. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like an MTV show. I'm just assuming that we have the oh budget. My God.
0: <laughs> we have the budget, and <laughs> your prize is six million <laughs>
1: dollars <laughs> out of my credit account. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> that would be dope. No, I figure like we need Like I was gonna do it with the people that we bring onto the podcast, which we are going to have some people. I've been lining some stuff up. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm on it.
1: Yeah, you let me know. I'll I'm, like, here. ten weeks in. Ainsley's <laughs> going to replace me with other people. That's I'm what trying. I am mean. trying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, I want it to be, like, a game where, like, we could get other people together and, and do it on the podcast. Oh. So, yeah, that's going to be my goal for the next couple weeks. I make a lot of promises on here <laughs> <that> so far. <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> that's my promise. I know. that's your That's your job to put it on Spotify and the fact that it still isn't on Spotify.
1: Speaks to a lack of motivation by a certain partner
0: named Ainsley. (laughs) I wish. Um, Okay, so there's the Vietnam Bachelor. I thought that was great. I wish it would happen in America, which I guess we're just going to have to do it ourselves.
1: I freaking love that. Well, I mean, you know, we've talked. I really want to go on one of these shows with Ainsley at some And just, like, get on there under the pretense of trying to find love with a man.
0: Yeah. I thought it...
1: And then try I, to seduce the women in the house.
0: I would absolutely love to do that. Like I wanna mess up MTV shows so badly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be magic. Yeah. <laughs> I just like make, <laughs> make the girls give the roses back. <laughs> like that's <laughs> I'm I'm the rose burglar. But yeah, so I think I'm gonna work on an idea love it. for that. So hopefully we do that. Um and then also this podcast drops this Wednesday. But in two days, on Friday, <gasps> we'll be going to the gay bar. Yay! Yay! So when I said that there was going to be a part two, I meant it.
1: I'm so afraid. I'm, like, genuinely afraid. Like, what do you wear? Oh,
0: my God. It's, it's, it's like, like a gay gay dive bar. bar. I know, but, like. It's not like a club. So here's the difference that, like, I didn't really make a good distinction in in, in part one. Uh-huh. Which we can get more into part two. Stop getting me off track here, lady. (laughs) No. So the main difference is that there's like gay clubs where like you gotta look good, you know, you gotta dance good. Uh But this is a gay bar, so like you just gotta, you just gotta show up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Like legit, show up and they'll flock to me. You just gotta show. Well, Well, and I feel like I'm not there to make. (laughs) I
0: was about to say, I'm not there to make friends. (laughs) That's not. I'm there to make love connections. I'm not there to make love connections at my point. I'm there to find my perfect match and And give them my rose.
1: Shut up. (laughs) Like, I've been to dive bars, just never gay ones. And I feel like
0: somehow there's, like, You would think that, like, you would have to dress better and, like, be a better person. But no. I do feel like it's different,
1: like, a quote-unquote gay, like, gay male versus gay, like, gay woman. Like, I don't feel like the same situation. Well, no, there's, like,
0: again, you're getting me off track here. I didn't even want to talk about this oh I'm sorry but like you know there's like lesbian bars Uh and then there's like male gay bars and then you know there's a whole bunch of things but the place we're going to is just like I would give the definition as like a a gay bar like every type of person goes there
1: is it exciting yeah is it popping on Friday night is that what the word is popping no well we're gonna see a drag show Oh, there's a drag show? Yeah, that's why we're going on Friday. Oh, you've always told me, and I don't think you mentioned it on the other one, but that person, Little Boots or something like
0: that. Oh, or boots. boots. Her name was just Boots, and she was definitely not little. She was probably about 6'3", <laughs> and then 4-inch heels, and this girl could dance. Okay, this is a really dumb question, because yeah. we've
1: actually had a friend who did drag, and this is a really dumb question I never got around to asking him and it's uh-huh. still am too ashamed to but do drag queens prefer to be called she like just when they're in drag or do how about this how about
0: this how about this I won't answer that question now we'll go to the drag show this Friday and when we do part two of the gay bar we can talk about that okay well
1: I don't I don't want to misgender a persona
0: I don't know. I, i'm gonna be there don't you okay worry. and also why do you think you're gonna interact with the drag queens they got better shit to do than you <laughs> oh.
1: ah. that hurts me well I if i bring enough cash right
0: no, it's not oh my best. god! They're not strippers. <laughs> they're not <laughs> I just, prostitutes. Like,
1: don't you throw money on the stage? I don't think they're strippers. Yeah, you could throw money I know on that the I'm stage, not, like, paying but
0: for attention, but they but, just like... want the money. They don't want you. Oh. You sound like such like a straight frat boy who goes to a strip club. Who's oh, like, but gosh. if but if I give them money, they'll give me attention, right? No, they're busy dancing and lip syncing. They're busy
1: don't they come and like socialize afterwards?
0: no it's like two in the morning they out
1: <laughs> okay this is this they is do finale. their
0: show they get their money thrown at them they pick it up and okay then they're off okay i won't be hurt it's okay <laughs> oh my god you're not gonna fall in love with a drag queen well, i just
1: want i want to make
0: friends that's why you talk to the people that go to the drag show. You don't talk to the... Okay, so, like, if you went to go see (laughs) The Lion King on Broadway, you think after the show, the people on stilts that play the giraffes are just like, oh, I'm dying to meet you, Maureen. (laughs) Like, I have such a skill set where I can live my life in the theater, but I want to meet your trashy ass outside in the alley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, if I want to throw money on the ice rink, I'd probably get him to come over. The ice rink? The Lion King? The Lion King is not on
1: ice. Oh, I was thinking about on ice. That's terrible. Everything that I think of everything, is just on
0: ice. Everything Everything in the theater has to take place on ice. Uh, okay. Oh my god. No, this is like a real play.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna.
0: These oh. people train. <laughs> Do you get that? Like, the stunts and the Lion King, like, it's no, like, Circus de Soleil, but, like, these people it's have to train. This really <laughs> like, I'm just so flabbergasted that you're like, oh, yeah, oh, nice. Like, no, these people are, like, the giraffes are, like, on stilts and they have to, like, learn puppetry and it's crazy. They sing, they dance. I'll be at the back of the bar, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, the bar's so small, though, that there is no back at that point. (laughs) Yeah, it's dope. So, we'll do part two next week. Wait,
1: so are there also gay clubs? Like, is that really a thing? Yeah. You know, like, I see that. Not really
0: out here, like, L.A. Like, down here is, like, gay bars. But, like, up in L.A. is, like, where the clubs are. Okay.
1: You know. I want to do that one day, too.
0: Oh, yeah, that's when you get to see all um i actually saw and i can't remember her last name but um what club was i at shoot i can't remember but um Lindsay lohan remember like a few years ago she was dating that uh, was her name sam clark or something like sam something the lesbian dj
1: i didn't know Lindsay lohan dated a girl
0: oh my okay well beyond that keep going <laughs> okay um i actually got to see her dj that's so cool yeah, because she DJed at a bunch of lesbian clubs.
1: I just imagine, like, you know, P3 and from... <laughs> <laughs> from like, Charm? Yeah. It's not even gay! What are you And they have, like, about? live music. I know, but that's just how I imagine, like, no, like gay clubs. No, like,
0: clubs are definitely, like, DJs. <laughs> or, like, Carmen up at the
1: thing. Carmen. Oh, yeah, yeah. from the like, Yeah, so
0: it's kind of more like that, but, like... <laughs> okay. You know. All right. Um okay well that took a turn <laughs> so the other thing i wanted to talk about which is going to lead us into the real discussion i wanted to have was um so last week we talked about burt and ernie
1: yeah being gay the mu no <laughs> i was gonna call them muppets
0: technically <laughs> I, I would say that they're muppets are they muppets i mean sesame street was created by jim henson company who create the Muppets as well, so I would assume that they're Muppets, not puppets. That's kind of like his signature. Huh. They're puppets with a twist.
1: Really quick, what is, where does the M come from in Muppets?
0: Oh my god, I have no idea.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was like, man, puppet, muppet.
0: No, I really have no idea. I think he just kind of came up with it. Okay. Well, just like I would consider like Fraggle Rock Muppets, not puppets, just because, again, they're created by the Jim Henson company.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: You know what I mean? Like, just... Which I could very much be wrong, and people are going to yell at me and be like, the only Muppets that exist are Gonzo and Kermit and Miss Piggy. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that all of those people are listening <laughs> to the podcast. Right, true. Anyway, so Sesame Street, um, I'll get the tweet ready, um, tweeted what they thought about...
1: <laughs> they just crushed dreams.
0: No, I don't know. Okay, so this is what they said. Um, This was in a tweet. As we have always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Even though they are are identifiable as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, they remain puppets and have no sexual orientation. Okay, here's my thing. How can you personify them with tons of human characteristics i mean they go to work they go to school they clean the house you know they do everything a human does they talk Mm -hmm. they do everything a human does Mm -hmm. but you're gonna tell me that they don't have a sexual orientation when something like kermit and miss piggy happens where they get to kiss and make out and be lovers kermit and miss piggy were lovers well like miss piggy's always grabbing kermit he, she's like oh my kermit and like grabs oh. and like kisses him and stuff uh-huh. so how can you tell me miss piggy has a sexual orientation Ooh. and she's allowed to love on kermit but then tell me like oh no not these two they're puppets they don't have a sexual orientation Ooh. how come every other jim henson show can show romance between his puppets but not Bert and ernie even in sesame street itself you see you see love going around
1: oh and jim henson's dead isn't he so we'll Oh, jesus
0: that was so like and jim henson's dead <laughs> no i'm not saying jim henson had this idea for burt Ernie to be gay lovers well, like, and to, like, i'm not even saying that when they were created that was the point i i definitely don't think in 69 that was the point of them but huh. to say that it's not possible because puppets don't have a sexual orientation so what you're saying is you can gender them you can give them all other human characteristics but they're asexual except miss piggy Except for <laughs> other ones. And like Gonzo's, like in love with Miss Piggy in some of the shows. Like, you know, it's just kind of. Ooh, take And like, that. okay. So, like, the best example in Labyrinth, remember how she meets the worm? Yes. At the beginning, the, the worm's like, worm. come inside, meet the missus. So he can have a sexual orientation. <laughs> he can be married to a female, Mrs. <laughs> worm. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Cute Mrs. little LO worm. L. L. worm. <laughs> but Bert and Ernie can't have a sexual orientation because we're thinking that their sexual orientation is gay. That's BS to me. Ooh. That is BS to me. You should write a strongly worded letter. That's totally fine if you say, like, they weren't meant to be gay. They were meant to be best friends to show differences. They're the odd couple. He, he, he. Hilarious. I get it. I never thought Bert and Ernie was gay when I was little. It wasn't a thing in my head, but to go, like, oh, no, they're puppets, guys. Like, to degrade us. Uh-huh. And be like, you guys are silly for thinking this. Like, come on. You just told a guy who wrote for the show that he's silly. That's what you did. You just said your relationship that you base these characters off of is silly. They're puppets. Like, come on. That makes me so mad. You make a very strong point here. You know, because I'm just like, uh, so all other puppets can have a sexual orientation. And not even an orientation. Just be it doesn't have to be an orientation. We don't have to say Bert and Ernie are gay. True.
1: They can just be attracted to one another. They can
0: just be a couple. Like they don't, we don't have to put a label on them, but, and it's not even. Doesn't even have to be sexual. Right. I wasn't even like a person that was like, oh yeah, they're totally gay. Like I made jokes about it. We talked about it, but now that they're telling me like, oh, silly gays, puppets can't be gay. (laughs) That makes me mad a little bit. And they had a retraction statement-esque thing. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, like the inclusivity and... Yeah, saying like, oh, well, we're inclusive. Like, yeah, Sesame Street was great. It started in 69, and I remember one of the main human character families was African-American. They were black. Oh, yeah. You know, I definitely think they're inclusive. But to then be like, silly gays, we're inclusive. Like, shut up. (laughs) Like, I hate it when companies do stuff like that, when they say an offensive thing, because that's offensive to be like, guys, puppets don't have sexual orientations. When Uh you market a lot of your puppets having sexual orientations. So, A, you just look silly for saying that yourself. Um, And then on top of it to be like, oh, 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 but it's not that we hate gays. We're very (laughs) inclusive. That's like, that's like the token black guy. Like, oh, I have a black friend. (laughs) Like, it's ridiculous. Sesame Street, like, get over it. Like, you know, it wouldn't have bothered me if they're like, you know what? That's not the character's intentions. But if you identify them as such and it helps you with, you know, who you are as a person and you identify with that. Cool. That's not how they're intended. Then they play, then they please the queer people who are like, hey, like, they're pretty gay. Like, this is kind of (laughs) cool. Um, and they appease, you know, people that would kind of be anti-that. I mean, like, we shouldn't have gay characters because they're saying they're not. Yeah. But is the way they said it. And That's then, really like, go back on and be like, oh, but, like, we like gay people. <laughs> 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 Get over. Come on, Sesame Street.
1: Dang. I don't know. It just Ain't really frustrated. feelings. It just
0: frustrated me. I don't know. I don't like it when companies do that because I, I feel, I feel like companies do that a lot yeah you know and especially something like Jim Henson you know and Sesame Street you know being around for so many years and and being so inclusive as you know Sesame Street likes to say I don't know I just felt like Jim Henson wouldn't have liked that I don't know I've read a lot of biographies on Jim Henson
1: I don't know Jim Henson because
0: my whole family's a big fan (laughs) You know, yeah, know, my whole family, family is a big, is big fan. Crazy oh my god, fans.
1: he so, seems really nice, though, you're right, he, he doesn't is, seem he, that, like, political, you He know,
0: like, that. oh, man, he's such a hippie dude, he, you know, and I can't say this, because I'm, I'm not him, and I'm not his kin, like, I don't know him personally, never did, <laughs> never will, unfortunately, my friend Jim, but I just don't think he'd be one to be like, oh, no, silly queers, <laughs> puppets, Puppets don't have sexual orientations. Meanwhile, like, he's a puppeteer himself having, you know, Kermit and Miss Piggy kiss. Like, I don't think he would have said that. So it's a little disappointing. But, you know, people are sensitive now. People are so sensitive now. Outrage culture. We're sensitive. I am sensitive. And it did hurt my feelings. Not because I needed Burton Ernie to be gay. (laughs) To validate your existence. I didn't need that validation in my life. But to say... Uh, just uh, to be wrong that statement's wrong uh-huh. in my head because i'm like there's tons of other puppets that have sexual orientation so don't tell me it's not possible yeah. you can very much tell me that like hey no they're not gay they're just buddies that's they're gal pals mm-hmm. <laughs> that's totally fine but to say like i don't know it just felt ber- like berated upon i don't know i'm silly it was a no, silly like way it. to handle it i like it all right so here's my thing i think sesame street was just afraid you know. Of the backlash? Yeah, of the backlash. Which, I get
1: it. I don't know, man. I don't even know why you'd be afraid of the backlash these days. Because, obviously, Nike's
0: benefiting, you know? <laughs> Not that that's... Like, if anything, you might draw a whole new crowd that...
1: I think you totally do. I don't yeah. feel like you really lose as much as you gain. I mean, I think Nike's proven that. And, like, at that other also, companies... And also, if your
0: goal is to be inclusive, uh-huh. like, that's, that's what Sesame Street said, is that they've always been inclusive. It's one of their goals to be inclusive. Mm-hmm then be inclusive you know what i mean like be like hey you know what burton ernie aren't a gay couple but if you guys are really into that like it's something that we can consider like we can bring in that's a good point too a queer couple like that'd be cool
1: heck yeah
0: you know like hey that's something you know and then maybe you get rid of a viewership that you didn't necessarily want in the first place like if you're supposed to be educating children Mm-hmm. maybe your viewership shouldn't be people that would be anti that. That's a really good point. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say, like, anybody's viewpoint is wrong. Like, that's not my opinion. Have your But if you're going to call
1: yourself inclusive, then you're not looking for that very that, conservative family. Yeah, you're not I looking mean,
0: for that viewership
1: anyways. I'm not sure you can be both. I yeah. Mean, well, that's, a, it's, it's that's a big statement to make,
0: but. It's tough. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Okay, so this brought me I was thinking like, okay, if Bern and Ernie are gay and I was a kid and I knew they were gay, like it was it was outspoken. Uh huh. Would that have inclined me to be gay?
1: Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I didn't watch Sesame Street, so I No, mean... so I just
0: wanna think of like the things in my childhood, specifically toys, since mm-hmm. you know, puppets are toys according to Sesame Street and don't have sexual orientations. Whatever. Um, Do toys, you know, give us our sexual orientation in any way? Like, if we Mm -hmm. don't play with the stereotypical toys that we're supposed to play with, does this allow us to have a more broader view of ourselves? Hmm. Which, if we have a broader view of ourselves, that would lead me to believe that we could have had our sexual orientation awakening sooner. That's a really good point. Okay, so I want to know what toy okay. in your childhood made you gay
1: okay so here's the issue I'm not sure that anything made me gay but I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> well duh this is supposed to be a joke well woman. I don't think toys make kids gay
1: no well I'm saying that I don't think when I was younger any toy had any influence but I do think looking back on it that I influenced the toy
0: does this make sense oh my god you made your toys kiss each other like, you, you made game yes. toys? Oh, okay, that's so, here's, so cute. Thank
1: you for cutting me off there, That's Ruth. so cute. So, you know, I'm, I'm a Barbie girl.
0: In a th- Barbie world. You know, but, like, Barbies were the jam, you know? Like, They've been the jam since the 50s. Are Barbies
1: still the jam?
0: Okay. So, yes and no. They still make tons of money. But I'm not on the Barbie train currently because... Um, you know like inclusivity uh-huh. they you know they've always been like little white doll whatever i don't know man i had some very that's what i'm saying the past couple of years they've really taken over the market in like other cultured Barbies, like, they've made them different hairs, different weights, mm-hmm. different colors. That's fine and dandy, little too late in my opinion, but that's not my issue. The issue is they only started doing that when they saw that there was a market for it. When other mm. smaller companies paved uh, the way, kind uh, of, paved that's the way, point. showed Barbie that, like, hey, this is something profitable, and then they monopolized the market on black Barbie. That's true. So I do think that, like, barbie at
1: realistic proportions only came out because people demanded barbies
0: who weren't you Mm -hmm. know like unrealistic well barbie's based off of a german sex doll somebody saw it in a german ruin barbie for me like they saw this german sex doll. they call it like you don't actually have sex with it it's still like a figure but like Uh it was the epitome of like german sexual appeal in women um And they saw it in the shop and then they took it to America and they fine-tuned it and made it Barbie. (laughs) A.K.A. they put some clothes on it. So the point is that, you know, Barbie is based off of the male gaze's sexual preferences. Oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah. And that's what we've built. 60 years off of back to maureen's favorite childhood
1: toy <laughs> okay <laughs> and i want you guys to know now like, that i've shit on it i still have my full set of barbies and
0: not in, like no. a creepy oh you way. do no it isn't a creepy way because it's in a freaking pink suitcase that like you can carry around with you okay you're making <laughs> this sound creepy it's
1: so creepy no okay so she's in a barbie carrying case <laughs> it is like a rolling suitcase but it's like barbie brand and it's like yeah oh it would God. be yeah, it would be. It is literally my favorite thing in the world. I used to have dollhouses and everything. Like, my parents loved me, obviously. Um, and I still have it just for nostalgia's sake. And I had tons of Barbies. And, you know, yeah. I'm going to say, back then, like, I had some very diverse
0: Barbies. So Whatever. After Fresh Parents of Bel Air paved the way for <laughs> black up. culture in a every American home, but go for it. So,
1: back to my Barbies, once again, my most prized possessions, not really, but they were very fun when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just had, like, lots of Barbies. And I did have one Ken doll, but, like, he (coughs) didn't get a lot of use obviously.
0: <laughs> Cause you didn't have another Ken doll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just had like all these Barbies and they were all lovers, you
0: know? <laughs> like <laughs> It was just one big Barbie when orgy. When it comes down to
1: it, like I don't think that Barbie had any gay symbolism and I think that I made Barbie gay. And yeah. that's when I'm young. And like, I don't know, it was just curiosity at that age. Like maybe straight people do that too, but all my Barbies made out. And i'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest i don't really think i knew how sex worked at that point but my barbies had sex that is crazy is that crazy like that i knew that sex is how you make a family and okay my barbies had here's my sex. question though i
0: did you know how to have lesbian sex so you have two female barbies <laughs> this makes did so you uncomfortable. know how to do it or did you just have them like slamming into each other they scissored <laughs> You knew what
1: scissoring was? That's the thing. I don't think I knew what scissoring was, but I knew that your private parts had to be each squares. other's private parts. <laughs> and so, oh my god. That was how it was. Yeah, like stop. She's crying, I'm crying, crying. It's so good. It makes me so uncomfortable to talk about this. No, this but is like, exactly what
0: I was hoping for.
1: But like, yeah, like my Barbies were definitely gay. And I don't think I was like a hypersexualized child. You were let me tell you the stories you have told me <sighs> okay maybe like slightly older like no, no in, I don't think I
0: think hypersexualized this is the wrong word because you weren't like actively seeking it but I think you were definitely overly curious
1: that may be accurate. at a younger age I I knew early that I would have to find myself so you know what it's so funny because like that is something that I look back in life and uh-huh. I'm like oh maureen that's weird the signs were there and like i'm maybe it was curiosity but Mm -hmm. i do feel like to some extent i knew that kendall was not my jam i think
0: it's interesting and i think maybe why you were so curious at a younger age than i would say most um is because you didn't have the representation of what fit you so like yeah you do have this Rosette uh, representation of like oh boy meets girl they have sex like you know that as a culture that's what you've seen in TV that's what you've seen in movies that's what you see on in Barbie itself that's but true. you didn't have the representation of like female female love so I think you were curious about it like I uh-huh. think it was like deep seated in your brain that like <laughs> this could be your sexual orientation of course you don't know these in words in my tiny brain I
1: you know, know of course you don't
0: know these words but you knew that you know uh, Ken and Barbie didn't fit what you wanted, so yeah. you were more curious. I, I'm trying to make you sound less fucking creepy because... <laughs> I, know, I know. <laughs> See, this is why I hate
1: this. Like, I don't feel like I was this weird child. I just think that, like... I think you were just very curious. I had concepts, and they needed to be acted yeah. out. And, like, don't get me wrong, Ken and Barbie sometimes got together. Like, yeah. But did your dolls ever have sex? Like, did people... Have doll sex? Even um, with, like, I strength? do think
0: I do think um, some children do that, but I wasn't. None of my toys had sex with each other.
1: None of my brats dolls did. <laughs> <laughs> and those they were, weren't hot enough. I'm just saying brats. I feel are pretty gay compared to Barbie. Yeah, they have know. attitude. They're <laughs>
0: unique. <laughs> gay equals attitude. Well, <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, no, but I didn't but i'm also a little different because i didn't i didn't have my characters fall in love i didn't have the like oh (laughs) the guy is going to save the girl like that's not how i played she just played
1: violently they all just beat
0: each other i just played destruction i'm like i'm gonna build this city out of um (laughs) i would make all my toys play together i'm like here's my furby here's my legos (gasps) here's my cross-contamination old ass gi joe you know here's here's all my toys power rangers was the biggest thing for me um and they're all gonna play together in this world but it was never romanticized. Like to me, I didn't like watching movies where adults kissed.
1: Wow! It just
0: wasn't my thing. I didn't. I didn't like the lovey romance.
1: I loved that stuff. My Furby got married to my friend's Furby.
0: That's cute.
1: When we were in like fourth grade. But I think that's a normal thing. We'd go to her house and have play dates.
0: Yeah. Wink, wink, play dates. Wink,
1: wink, yeah. <laughs> scissor dates. Stop! Furbies <laughs> can't scissor. They okay, have little feeties, they can't scissor.
0: <laughs> they just wink at you creepily <laughs> from across the room. Oh my god, you're going to get a lot of that, the gay bar, the wink across the room. I don't know why lesbians think that okay. they can bring winking back. Here's the thing, I think you get hit on a lot of gay bars, and I think
1: I don't. And You've well, never been. I know, but I think that you're I won't. Been. Like, you wanted to stop it. You've never been. I think you make it out that like everybody's coming after you, and like I. think Oh my God! Stop
0: stereotyping women as predatory lesbians. Oh Marie. my God! Stop <laughs> it.
1: I think you make it out that like everybody's like got the hots for you, and I think they do, but no, I don't. You I don't make the same for me. I don't
0: make it out that way.
1: Okay, maybe not that way, but I think you just talk the about, DJ
0: always does. You just shut
1: up. You talk about like women winking at you, and I
0: think they're gonna look at me older women. <laughs> Women that I wouldn't want to wink at me.
1: What's wrong with older women?
0: Nothing, we'll but We'll have it's a not- different
1: episode on your yeah, Anyways, get
0: back to toys, okay? Anyways. I wasn't the one making my Barbie scissor. Shut up. <laughs> that's, I'm so happy you told that story.
1: I'm sensitive about it.
0: Don't be sensitive. I think you were just very curious, and I think that's an, a normal thing. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: and it's funny, because I know that I hid it from people.
0: Like, I well, know yeah.
1: that, like, you know, which
0: I guess to uh, any. Extent. Sex and shame is in embedded in us at birth that is so deep-seated in us that we know like even calling it no no square in private parts tells you that it's it's a it's a bad thing you don't talk about it
1: well i felt like private parts is probably a good idea when you're a kid because then you know it's private
0: no no, i'm not saying that we shouldn't teach kids like i'm not saying let's teach kids to flash each other no (laughs) I, i i am just saying that it like sexuality and shame uh huh. are embedded in us at a very very young age so it's not surprising that like you would hide like a sexual thing uh-huh at all like the same reason why we hide our porn usage you know it's just that's it's true it's embedded in us that's a whole nother topic but it, it, it is kind of surprising that like you knew so much <laughs> <laughs> i know i don't oh you know what
1: oh you know i watched porn once when i was little i uh, didn't know what it was and it was on the tv I don't know how. I watched it, in like, a. it was, like, we had a guest bedroom, and I know my mom caught me, and it was actually. How old were you? I was probably, I was really young. I was, like, kindergarten. Ooh. I'm probably, like, five, five. or six at this time, yeah. so I was, like, an old little kindergarten, and I don't know why it was on the TV. I was, like, flipping through channels in this, like, guest area. Skinamax came spine. on. Uh, <laughs> Skinamax. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what it was, but. HBO. The porn, the porn was two women okay fucking each other Yee. it was yeah it was like hardcore and I knew like I was so mesmerized by it. I was like what's happening but I knew when my mom came in that it was something I wasn't supposed to watch I just didn't uh-huh. understand why so yeah. I flicked away from it really quick and my mom was like what did you just what were you watching and I'm like ah <laughs> I'm like in kindergarten so I run out of the room <laughs> I'm so ashamed of myself and she hits the you know because the return the return button, the return button. And she came and talked to me Don't you wish that. you
0: grew up in the 80s where like, you just like flipped the dial yeah. on the TV and nobody would <laughs> ever know what you were watching? But, but porn yeah. wasn't on TV back so then. So maybe that
1: gave me my ideas. a five-second
0: so clip of <laughs> Well, it. it was enough so that you knew what It's to like legit scarring do. me for life. That's if, funny. Yeah. That's funny. Your scarring is humorous to me. Yeah,
1: you're <laughs> welcome. Maybe that's... Oh my god, maybe that's why I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because your first uh, porn experience
1: was so traumatic, <laughs> and it was woman on woman, <laughs> and it was imprinted in me forever. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Um, so, you typically had female toys, like the what people would call girl toys in their Happy Meal.
1: Oh, yeah. I yeah. was the opposite. I didn't mess with my brother's toys.
0: Yeah, I was the opposite. I don't know if it's just, um, I don't know. At first, I got all of my brother's toys Mm -hmm. that's how it started um but then you know my parents both got new jobs and stuff and um started buying me whatever toys i wanted and i still gravitated towards the boy toys (laughs) right it makes it sound sexy but it's not Mm -hmm. um and i don't know i just i always played battles i you know i just had people Uh. fight each other but like not fight each other usually you know you see a show and it's like i gotta save this person it was never like that it was just like (laughs) i am big and bad i am also big and bad smash 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 oh you know what i just realized Uh uh-huh so you think your porn has something to do with how you played with your toys (laughs) what's my favorite type of porn
1: uh i think you like gay porn like man it's, on man it's
0: man on man porn and that's exactly how i used to play does that actually get you
1: off or do you just like watching it
0: <laughs> i don't know that's a whole nother that question <laughs> i think i think our porn watches should be like a whole episode Wait. because like there's some deep shit to so talk you're like, about there you're like
1: destruction stuff is you acting out porn
0: <laughs> no i just think that like maybe that's why i'm more prone to male on male porn because i only played with male toys i don't know and let them destroy each other quote stop unquote. it oh my god i don't watch like weird ass porn where it like, <laughs> says that i don't <laughs> you like it's not like a king uh, kong weird <laughs> like, <laughs> no stop it um so i always played with um i played power rangers and loved power rangers so much i had so many powers i had every actual character and i had like oh, every yeah. megazord that you could think of my don't parents i know dope. it shut up i've gotten rid of most of it <laughs> i can't even judge i've got barbie up in the <laughs> yeah you have barbies in a suitcase at least me i proudly display my nostalgia <laughs> but i you know i had like every megazord and stuff but the big thing for me uh-huh. which is also one of my sexual awakening moments where I know that I still liked boys, was something called Max Steel. Aww. It was the 90s version of G.I. Joe, is best described. So Max Steel is a dude who goes on all these adventures and does cool shit. Like, that's <laughs> literally what it breaks down to. You know, and it's Max Steel scuba diver, and you can buy him in a scuba diving gear. And- Were you
1: in love with Max Steel, or did you want to be Max Steel? Max Steel
0: absolutely both (laughs) i maxine (laughs) (laughs) hey (laughs) um both you know i could i went on adventures with him you know i was like his little partner in crime so like i think that's the most romantic i got um being his partner but i also like if i was out somewhere and i didn't have like a doll to play with Uh like, I would just pretend to be Max Steel. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Want to hear the cutest part? Yes. My brother, whom isn't the nicest, you've met him, he wasn't, he's, he wasn't the best big brother, but he did do something that, like, to this day, I can, (laughs) like, if he says it to me, I can't be mad at him, like, if we have a huge fight, and he goes, yeah, but remember when, and tells this story. Like, I'm not mad at him, like, instantly.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: I was probably 6 or 7, which would make him 10 or 11. So uh-huh. he's already getting to that age where, like, girls, uh, little sisters suck, and I'm a big boy, and I'm dope, and whatever. He was being a little douche at this time, as most preteen okay. boys are. Yeah. Um, he got a haircut and styled his hair. <laughs> Just like Max Steel. Okay, did he do that for you? Absolutely, Aww. because he came into my room one day and was like, "Hey, we have to get haircuts tomorrow. Like, what should I do?" And I lifted my Max Steel. I was like, "You, it looks so good with the Max Steel haircut." Oh and God, he was all like, "He's all like, all right." And he made it known. My parents knew. Our friends around the neighborhood knew that. Like, like Aww. we called it his Max Steel haircut. Yeah, they're Sears portraits of this shit. I didn't know that he
1: loved you. I didn't either. (laughs) Well, he once did.
0: (laughs) So it was like this gift to me, and so then I got to have, like, Max Steel in reality. It was awesome. He never played with me, but, like, I got to look at my brother from afar playing and be like, there's Max Steel playing. My brothers didn't do anything like that. Okay, well, your one brother was way too old to give two shits about you as a child. And And your other brother, not being mean, but your other brother. The most
1: he would do is let me watch Pokemon over his shoulder.
0: (laughs) Right? Like, that's that's genuinely um, how my relationship with my brother was. Like, I was annoying him, and he would just push me away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that only made me get closer.
0: Yeah, (laughs) which would just make me want to annoy him more but it was that Max Steel haircut. I still have pictures of it, and I, whenever he gets me all fired up, and he's like, yeah, but like, remember when I got my haircut for you? I'm like, ah, (laughs) brings joy to my heart. Yeah, so I played with Max Steel a lot, and I think I had a crush on him, and I wanted to be him, so I think it really did uh, shape who I am today, because I didn't play with girl toys so like I never looked at Barbie and was like oh that's what I should wear uh-huh I always looked so at I don't think
1: it's shaped your sexuality but I definitely think it shaped your gender presentation maybe
0: yeah definitely gender presentation for sure I would argue sexuality a little bit um only oh, man that's tough it's really I, I don't think toys really can change your sexuality but I do think that my toys and how i played and how i learned to play uh-huh uh you know being in such a safe space with like my parents being so open and having like a cool older brother like oh, yeah i i think i was allowed to be a little bit more open to how i wanted to present myself and kind of helped form who i was so That's i would argue point. i would argue gender presentation for sure because i didn't hold myself to girl toy standards whatsoever did I spit yes, on you? Spit on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't hold myself to girl toy standards. Uh huh. But I would also say that since I was so free, I was allowed to kind of. I, I, I didn't have to be afraid of sexual orientation. Yeah. I didn't know much about it. It took a while for me to learn the, the words. <laughs> uh huh. But I. You know, it was kind of like a a nice safe space that my my mom created for me, I think, and allowed me gosh, to not be like be like, "Oh, like I didn't hide. Like if I made Barbie scissor I wouldn't have hid that from my parents. Like, I would have been like, Mom, like, wh- <laughs> what does this mean? And my mom would have answered me and been like, when oh two gosh. girls love each other very much,
1: I know, your mom's so the time.
0: So my mom would have told me that. So if I had two Max Steeles kissing, my mom would have been like, hey, is that cool? I didn't do that because I didn't really, like, sexualize toys at all. Like, some people. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it allowed me to kind of be more open to things that aren't the normal Mm -hmm. which i think has everything to do with sexuality and queerness that's amazing isn't it freaking beautiful freaking beautiful oh god i love toys so sesame street I'm mad at you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I am mad because, as you can see from Maureen's childhood, toys, can, <laughs> toys and puppets can absolutely have sexual orientation. I <laughs> you so much. <laughs> well, I think that does it for another episode of Queer Bait Podcast. Remember, yeah. write a review about us. Give uh-huh. us five stars. Uh-huh. Uh, subscribe to us on, 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 on Podbean. Spotify. Sp- sure, if you get to it, <laughs> Apple iTunes, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh, Apple iTunes. Apple <laughs> iTunes. Apple, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> um, so remember to do all those things. But until then, stay queer. I
1: wanted to do it with you. <laughs> I know.